you know, you only get one life, right? And if I had not done this, I'd be, if I decided to do it later, I'd be that much further behind. And you know what, what happens if you fail? What happens? You'll, you'll know, or if you decide you don't like it, you'll just decide you don't like it. But what happens if you love it and you succeed? And, you know, I, I tell my kids this all the time. You are made to do hard things. You can do this. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Equine Photography Podcast. I am so excited about my beautiful guest I have on today, who I have known on social media for a while and got to meet in person at our mastermind last year. And she is absolutely just a ray of sunshine. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cassidy. I am so honored to be here. Oh, you're so sweet. Why don't you just like introduce yourself a little bit, talk about your photography business and tell us who you are. Yeah. Well, I'm Lauren Pace. Um, my photography business is Lauren and Pace Photography. And uh, I'm a mom, wife and mom of three kids. I have a 10-year-old daughter and a uh, almost eight-year-old daughter. And my son is uh, five and a half. And I homeschool them. And this is our, we will be going on our fifth year of homeschooling um, them. So I'm excited about that. I was thinking about it last night. Like, how has it almost been five years? It it has gone by in the blink of an eye. Uh, And I, and I won't say that there are not hard days. There are really hard days. And then there are really, really good days. So, oh, Ike, you are like a superhero to me. I don't, (laughs) I feel like I can barely manage just being like a photographer and doing the things I do. And I'm like, oh my God, not only are you like a mom, you are also their teacher. So why don't we just like dive right into that? How (laughs) on earth are you managing your time? How are you homeschooling? Like, I think that's something that holds so many people up. They say, oh, I don't have the time to do it. And like, you are proof that they do have the time to do it. I will be honest. I said that for a long time. I don't have the time. I cannot commit to any other things. Um, I... I had a lot of excuses that are legitimate excuses. They could have made me not want to start my business. Um, And for a long time, I, so I started dabbling in photography as a hobby when I was in high school and high school for me was a long time ago (laughs) since I'm 39 now. So um, I started in high school and I was doing, um, you know, the manual cameras and we had a dark room. And so I was developing film in the dark room and I loved it. And so I've always dabbled in photography and I always said to myself, no, you don't want to start a business because you don't want to turn something you love into something that's work. And then you end up hating it. And so I always had that excuse. Um, I, I don't know. There, there were a lot of things for me. I I was thinking about all the things that I've said I will never do. 
Um, I will never start a photography business. I did it. I will never have an Instagram. I did it. Uh, (laughs) And you're killing it. (laughs) Thank you. I, what else did I say? I will never, um, post too much of myself on Instagram. I'm trying to be better about doing it so that people see my face. So all these things I, I actually said, I will never homeschool my kids. (laughs) Yeah. Um, when I like to prove yourself wrong, don't you? I guess I, I, I was like, why do I even have that word in my vocabulary? (laughs) (laughs) Seem to matter. Um, so yeah, it, I, I guess I've just gotten to the point where, you know, and I look back when I was a mom of younger kids and thinking how crazy busy I was then. And I guess you just get better at managing your time. Like you find ways, if it's something you want to do, you find ways to make it work. And, um, my husband's been super supportive, uh, my family, my parents luckily are, they live fairly close by and my mom helps out a lot. My dad, um, when he can. So it, it's not just me doing, I definitely have some support because if it were just me, I probably wouldn't be able to do it at the level I'm doing it. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk because all of those are really valid excuses. Like, I think that that's what catches people a lot of the time is like, your excuses are valid. Like, yeah, Yeah. being a full-time mom homeschooling three kids, like that is a very valid reason to decide not to start a business. So do you like, remember, was there one moment where you were like, I'm going to let those excuses go and I'm going to do it. Was there a moment or like something pivotal that happened that made you jump and do this? Um, there are a couple of things. <laughs> I, I remember specifically with homeschooling, like my daughter, my oldest daughter was at, um, one of the schools here in town in kindergarten and about mid year, something in me shifted. And there were, there were some things happening in the world. And I just kept making me think, and I will say, I'm a, I'm a, I like to have control of things. (laughs) Very type A, (laughs) like, I don't like things being out of my control. And I, um, just figured, you know, luckily I had a lot of friends, uh, really close friends already homeschooling. And so I picked their brains. I really, you know, did my research on what I was going to do. Um, and dove in with that, um, with photography. So fast forward, you know, I'd been homeschooling a couple years, at least two or three years by then. And, um, I didn't have babies anymore. Um, my youngest was probably three at the time, I guess. And, um, I had bought, you know, I'd always had like a Canon rebel and then I, upgraded for like my hobby camera, you know, I was taking more pictures of my kids. And so I bought a used, um, Canon Mark three on eBay and a decent lens. And I was doing a lot more of our family pictures and then friends would see the pictures and they'd want to have me do their pictures. And so I just started doing more and I still kept saying, no, I don't want to do a photography business because I didn't, I didn't want to be a family photographer. I didn't want to be like, I, I didn't want to be doing it like everybody else, I guess. Yeah. I just wasn't, that wasn't my passion. My passion has always been like horses and yeah. stuff. And we had always done that. I grew up with horses. Um, I started showing at a very young age. My parents um, raised and bred quarter horses for a long time. Um, we 
my sister and I grew up on my parents' 40-acre ranch. And so we had livestock and we're showing livestock and always were doing something with animals and the ranch. And um, that was something I was passionate about, you know, that yeah. way of life and agriculture. And um, so I, COVID happened and, you know, we were doing things differently, I guess. and there was a point where I was taking pictures of my kids and they wanted um, a little unicorn shoot of their, Aww. with them and their pony. Oh, so I did this really little cute, magical um, shoot with them. And it's not like the style that I do now, but um, some of my favorite pictures really uh, were from then. And Aww. some friends saw those pictures and were like, you, will you do a picture, a shoot with, um, my horse and me, I always want to do, do that for like my graduation. And, and I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, I'll pay you. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not, you know? And then I started thinking about it. I'm like that. I loved doing that. That is something I want to do. That is something I can get on board with. And I knew that if I didn't take the leap, then I was never going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was always in the back of my mind. Like if I don't do it now, yes, you're busy, Lauren, I know you're busy and you're doing all these things, mm-hmm. but this is what you want to do. And at the time I was also, uh, studying for my real estate license, which I ended up getting about the same time I started my business. But, um, I mean, I just, I ended up becoming so, uh, consumed by my business. And, and I mean, this was what I really wanted to do yeah. that. I just, it was like plan A. So forget about right. plan B. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that so much. It's almost like it called you back as much as you were like, no, I'm not going to do it. It just like, it sucks you back in. And I yeah. do, I hear that a lot. People say not even just with photography, but like growing up, I feel like everyone's like, oh, if you make horses, your job, you won't love it anymore. And like, I've been doing photography with horses full-time for almost five years now. And like, I'm only loving it more and only loving horses more. Like I think when you pick something that is, and not to say there aren't hard days or bad shoots, because of course in anything, there's going to be the bad times and the hard days that make you question why you're doing anything you're doing in life. But I think, you know, that's such like a false concept of like that, just because you do something for work means you have to hate it. Like, I mean, you're, how long have you been back in it shooting horses and stuff now? It has been, so I started really diving in January of 2021. So a year and a half. Okay. So you've been, um, are you hating it? Are you loving it? Absolutely (laughs) not. I love it. Yeah. Right. I absolutely love it. I know. And the more you like do it and the more you learn and the better you get at it, it just makes it more fun, you know? Yeah. And my kids, I mean, they're supportive too. They, I come home from a shoot and they want to see the pictures and I, I mean, they're really like my big, my biggest cheerleaders. <laughs> and how yeah. like important for your kids to see you chasing this like lifelong dream that you kind of put yes. on the back burner. And it's not like you just shipped them off and then went for your passion. Like you're still doing the homeschooling right. thing and managing the photography business. What do you feel like has been the biggest struggle of that busy schedule of being a mom, homeschooling and trying to grow a business? Ah. <laughs> like the ever-changing nature of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, keeping up, I there are days I feel like I'm 
drowning. Like, oh my gosh, I have too much I got to do. And I'm a list person. So I got all down and I'm like, I am never going to get this stuff done. But um, like I said, being really organized, I, there are things that um, I still have to do for me. Like I, I am, I work out six days a week, no matter what I am out. We have a gym in our garage, so it's not like I have to go anywhere, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I do that before the kids wake up and then we do our school routine in the morning. So I'm very routine. Yeah. I guess that helps. Um, the I prioritizing. Yeah, definitely figuring out what is number one at that time. Um, when I was first starting my business and you know, all the things I, you know, I did not realize like all the things mm-hmm. to start a business. Um, you know, the little things, getting insurance and building your website. And I didn't pay somebody else to do my website. I did it all myself and I have no website experience. So yeah. that was, um, challenging, but so rewarding. Like I, I look at it now and think about all the hard work that went into it. And then there are times I'm like, Oh, maybe I should switch platforms. I'm like, Nope, I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> no, so much it's work. Good. Yeah. Um, as far as homeschooling, like that changes, you know, I, they're getting older and, um, learning different things and they all learn so differently that I'm constantly thinking about how to help them in their goals and, um, with their strengths and weaknesses working with that. And, you know, I've seen things and I posted it one day on my Instagram, like your business, when, when you're a business owner, it's, it becomes your baby. Yeah. And so on top of thinking about my kids all the time and all the things like being a mom, um, I'm thinking about my business all the time and my brain never shuts off. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I can't even imagine. I mean, I have that and I don't have the three kids. So I can imagine, (laughs) are you, do you like outsource anything with your business or are you doing every piece of it by yourself? I, like I said, kind of a control freak. So right now I'm not outsourcing really anything except my bookkeeping and tax stuff. I don't love that stuff. So that went to somebody else. Yeah. But, But right now I really enjoy doing everything. I enjoy doing all the different things, um, wearing all enjoy, the hats. I do enjoy wearing all the hats, the social media. I really didn't think I would love that. Um, because I, I did not have social media before I started my business. Like I specifically started my Instagram for my business. Really? Uh-huh. And that makes it even more impressive because you are very good at Instagram and have grown a ton on Instagram, like very quickly. So thank you. Well, yeah. So look, you're just like, you're just like breaking everybody's excuses down because that's another excuse. People are like, well, I can't start a business because I'm not good at social media. I'm not even on it. Like you literally weren't even on it and you've just like, no. so what, how have you kind of navigated that going from social media free to like, Hey, like honestly in this day and age to have a thriving photography business, like really got to be on social media. Yeah. And that's what I said to myself. I was like, if you're going to do this and that was my other thing, if you're going to do it, Lauren, you're going to do it right. Yeah. And, um, I wanted, wanted and want it bad enough to do it. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I found great photographers to follow. Like, I mean, you, I came across you probably within the first 
first month or two that I was on social media. Mm-hmm. Was it my and old it, account before it got deleted? No, I think it was, it was the new account and it okay. was very new early yeah. on in the new account. And you were talking about how you lost your old account. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> and it was right before you had started your first master black, uh, master black background class. Yeah. And that was what I needed. Like I, like I said, I found great photographers to follow and made really great connections on social media. I mean, you and uh, I can't even name all the others that I've connected with that I now have some I've met in person and some I haven't, but I would still say like, I consider them friends, you know? Yeah. Oh, me too. That's how, um, I mean, that's how Kirsten and I met. Yeah. I mean, probably four or five years ago. Um, and we did, I mean, we met for the first time when you and I met at the mastermind, but we were, we connected, we talked all the time, texted mm-hmm. for years, but it is like really cool. I think there's such a good community of equine photographers who are just like helping everyone out and want, you know, wanting to see other people win. Like, I feel like that's something that's really yeah. strong in our, not that there isn't, you know, the other side of that, but I love that there is so much connection. Yeah. And I found um, good accounts on Instagram that were more like social media coaching and kind of, right, teaching me things that I didn't know because I wasn't doing Instagram. So keeping me up to date on like all the changes on Instagram, which every time the Instagram changes something, I'm like, no, (laughs) don't love change. (laughs) (laughs) It is like a never ending cycle though of constantly having to adapt. And I think that it's, you know, we have to go with the flow with it. Cause like, how lucky are we that it, there's this completely yes. free platform that allows us to connect. Like every time I get frustrated with like Instagram or TikTok, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like another change. I'm like, man, my grandma would have loved to have this opportunity that I have now. And my business like wouldn't exist without it. So it's right. like a love hate thing because like, man, we're so lucky to have it, but yeah, it freaking changes. Like every time you blink, like it yeah. is, it's so much to think about. Are you, um, I know you said you're very like organized and structured and routines. Are you big on like batching your content for social media? Are you just like a fly by the seat of your pants and post when you feel like it? Like what's your social media routine look like? Um, I, when I was first starting out, it was, I would try to do a few posts a week. And then, um, as I had more content and I was doing more shoots, um, I, I kind of committed to doing at least one post a week and two to three, sometimes four reels a, a week. Um, I never could get on board with one reel a day. Like people were real a day. And I'm like, there is no way that is sustainable for me. Yeah. Just no way. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do that. So that's great. Like to exactly. be aware of that. Um, I try to batch content as much as possible. Um, if I'm doing reels that, um, like I'm in part of the reel and I'm like recording myself, then I'll try to do some for a few of them because let's face it. I only put makeup on like once a week. So I, that's what, I mean, <laughs> you got to take advantage of it when you do exactly. it, like record right. all the things. <laughs> Yep. My hair is done. We're doing it today. Um, I think that's like a really good little like tidbit for people because I think so many people think like, oh, if I am going to, you know, be on stories every day or post a reel every day and like show up as me, like, but girl, you can put your makeup on that one day a week and change your top a few times and get like a ton of stuff. So you're not like, I don't put makeup on every day either. And I honestly hate trying to like 
look all beautiful when it's especially when it's summer and it's hot and sweaty and being at photo shoots. Like I'm not the one that needs to look pretty. Like I don't want to be mascara running in my eyes. So it, <laughs> right. Exactly. Week and getting your recordings done. Yeah. Rarely do I show up at a photo shoot with makeup on. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I'm like, I am not here to look good. I'm going to look homeless, but I'm going to make sure you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it so much. How are you managing your schedule with like, are your kids like Monday through Friday homeschooled and then you're shooting on the weekends? Are you homeschooling all day and then going to a photo shoot in the evening? Like tell us a little bit about your schedule and how you're managing both yeah. jobs that you're filling. Uh, so I, when I decided to homeschool, I researched a lot of different curriculums and I ended up choosing a curriculum uh, that was something that was kind of already done for me. I didn't want to have to reinvent the wheel. Why? There's a lot of great ones out there. I didn't need to do that. So, and I don't have a teaching background, so I didn't know what was required early on. You know, I know a little bit more now, especially with my younger kids, because I taught my older one and she did everything, but I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do that and stress about that. So I ended up going with a curriculum that is a four day a week curriculum. Um, and they use, they, they consider the fifth day, like a extracurricular day, which works out because we're doing other things or they go to an enrichment class and it works out. So four days a week, um, we really devote like, I don't know, four to five hours in the mornings, um, to like around lunchtime or after for our homeschool stuff, for our lessons. And depending on their lessons, sometimes I can get some editing in while they're sitting there because we have like our loft is our schoolroom. And so my desk is there and they each have a desk. And so I'm right there with them, but I could be doing a little bit of my stuff if I need to. Um, granted, they're like watching me edit and looking at all the pretty dumb stuff. Oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, pretty horse, pretty girl. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> oh, mom, that horse is so pretty. I know. You're like, go do that. <laughs> but um, we try to get all that done. Then I, my shoots are never just on the weekends. It uh, depends a lot on my husband's schedule and it's kind of all over the place. His um, usually changes monthly. But uh, my mom is most all the time my assistant on my shoots. Oh, I love that. I didn't know. Yeah, that. she is. She's awesome. And she does ears for me and she carries all the stuff and she's yeah. great. She's the pack so of the shoots. She, yes, exactly. If I have a shoot that I don't need an assistant, then sometimes she can watch the kids and I, I have some flexibility. Yeah. Um, and I try to be flexible for my clients depending on what they need. So we usually make it work. It's, Having a good support system is like crucial here. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel like I, people ask me this and I'm like, I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask this question because I don't think I've nailed it, but just like finding a work life balance and I don't have a work life balance. Like I work a lot and I love what I do. Like, no, I don't love like going online and doing my sales and use tax and, you know, talking to my CPA, but I don't, I'm not really trying to find a balance. Like I love to work and I work as much as I feel like, how do you, you know, go about that? I'm sure it's different with wanting to, you know, your kids are only young once and you want to be there and be in the moment. So do you feel like you have a good balance of like work life mix going on? 
I, I definitely don't know that I've found a balance either, but, um, (laughs) I, I think it goes kind of ebbs and flows, you know, like when, especially with our line of work, it seems like in my mind, it seems like there'll be a two week period where I have a ton of stuff to do and I've got to really focus on, you know, whether it's shoots or editing or all the things business, and then I'll have a little break. And it kind of ends up doing that with, well, actually, I was going to say kind of with being a mom too. No, never with being a mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's always flowing with being a mom. (laughs) Always, always. Um, There'll be like, I'll look at the calendar and be like, oh, next week we have a few days free. And then somehow they always get booked. So I don't know how that works, (laughs) but um, I really, I try hard to not let my my kids see me be on Instagram all the time or at my desk all the time um, and doing stuff with them. Uh, I hope that's what they see. I, I really do. Um, I am so fortunate. Like my, you know, I teach my kids and with them all the time and still they want to have individual movie night with mom. Aww. So I, and while I'm like, Oh my gosh, at night, uh, well, I'm trying to get other stuff done, but I'm yeah. like, no, they still want this time with mom. You make yeah. it work. So. Yeah. I, there were a lot of, um, especially earlier on in my business, a lot of nights where I lost a lot of sleep, like staying up late and um, trying to get caught up on things that I felt needed to be done right then. Mm-hmm. And I think that was key. Like I felt they needed to be done then, but they really didn't. Like a couple days later wouldn't have made much of a difference. It felt good to me to have it done. But in the grand scheme of things, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal if it waited. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that, I guess. Oh, for sure. That's something that I struggled with for a long time, especially with having like brand like product shoots when they would send me stuff, it would be like sitting there. And even though I, you know, would say, oh, I'm doing your shoot this day next week. It was like it just sitting there. Like it drove me like I had to do it right then. And I've learned that that's just not realistic and being okay with, hey, that can sit for the week and a half until you told them when that shoot was going to be like, just because something's there, it doesn't mean it's urgent. So trying to find that balance of what is like, I mean, there are very few things in our line of work that are urgent. Like, yes, occasionally there's a horse that is going to have to be, you know, put to rest or being leased out and going to be gone or sold or something. We're like, yeah, it does need to be done right away. For the most part, like another 24 hours isn't going to make a difference. I'm just you know, remembering that is exactly very, very helpful. What advice do you have for the person right now? Who's like, man, I want to start my photography business, but I have way too much going on. Like you, I feel like are the person to ask this question to, because you have all the things going on and are still managing to continue growing your social media, growing your brand, like absolutely taking amazing photos, continuing to grow your skills, taking courses. You went to the mastermind. Like, I feel like you must have more hours in the day or something. (laughs) You must be. I wish. Yes. So like what advice do you have for somebody who wants to follow that passion, but is like, I don't have the time. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. Just do it. I, I mean, I, I look back and think, why didn't I start this sooner? Like I could have, I guess that's been another struggle of mine is the feeling like I was always behind, mm-hmm. like I should have had all this stuff done already or, and, you know, comparing myself to others, which I shouldn't be doing. Um, but yeah, 
looking back and thinking, man, I could have started this so much sooner and not just to be ahead, but because I love it. Yeah. Um, and been doing something I love that much sooner. Um, I don't know. You, you know, you only get one life, right? And if I had not done this, I'd be, if I decided to do it later, I'd be that much further behind. Mm -hmm. And you know what, what happens if you fail? What happens? You'll, you'll know, or if you decide you don't like it, you'll just decide you don't like it. But what happens if you love it and you succeed? And, you know, I, I tell my kids this all the time. You are made to do hard things. You can do this. Um, I want them to see me do something that is challenging, something that um, may not always be easy because I, that's life. And I want them to succeed at life. And I want them to be able to do those hard things, um, you know, to, to be happy. Yeah. Hard, it, sometimes it takes doing the hard things to be happy. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that is like such good advice. And I think that is the root of so many people's unhappiness is that they're always looking for doing like the easy thing. And, you know, the, it's like, life is so funny because we think that sitting on the couch, watching Netflix and eating popcorn and candy is going to make us happy. And that's when we feel the worst and doing the things that we think are impossible. Like you homeschooling three kids, starting a business, <laughs> growing it. And like that hard stuff is really what brings us that you know, ultimate like peace and happiness in life. And I, I mean, I love your whole perspective on like, you can fail at, you know, something that you don't want to do. You can, what if you fail at this? Like, who cares? Like, I think people are so wrapped up in other people's judgment and stuff, but everybody's so focused on themselves anyways. They're not even going to know yeah. if you fail. Right. And I mean, failure like is, well, it's your best teacher. There's so many things that I've failed at in my business and my, I mean, my life in general, and it's taught me more than anything else. Right. Well, yeah. It, I mean, I guess somebody might look at it and be like, oh, they failed at being a real estate agent. No, I don't look at it like that. I decided that wasn't what I, where I wanted to devote my time. Yeah. So I guess a lot of it's, what do you want to devote your time to? Like you said, I looked at things and thought, yeah, I'm, all the couple hours at night that I'm sitting watching Netflix, I could be doing my social media or editing. And so it's just replacing other things with different things. Yeah. Really. With the important things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Trading out. Yeah. I think that there is, I mean, there's always going to be a level of sacrifice in doing anything. Like it, if you are choosing the Netflix over starting your business, like you're sacrificing like this bigger picture, bigger dream. Yeah. Instead. So, well, Lauren, you are wonderful. And I want to be, of course, mindful of your time given you are, you are really super woman. Like I want to commend you. Like I, it has been, I love watching you grow. Like you are killing it. Your work is amazing. And you are just like a ray of sunshine always. So I just want to say like, you are doing amazing and I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. But I, I mean, I really don't feel special. <laughs> I, I feel like if I can do this, anybody out there wanting to do it can do it too. Like I, um, there are so many amazing people out there and I look at you and I mean, that's all I see is how amazing you are and, um, the time and commitment that you have to helping other photographers, um, is rare. Aww. Uh, you've, you're a gem. 
Oh, you're so sweet. It is. It's definitely been one of the most fulfilling parts and where I see my business going more. Like I, I, I mean, I love doing photo shoots and being able to send people memories that they can have forever with their heart horse is so special. But, you know, I love, I've always been the person that's like, go and chase your dream. And, you know, when I quit my corporate job, I thought I was going to get like kicked out before my two weeks was over because I was like, running around going to everyone's cubicle. Like you only have like one life, like don't waste it here. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm done probably like my pictures on the wall in that corporate office. And they're like, she cannot come back here. So being able (laughs) to, you know, help other people chase their dreams. Like life is short and we should chase our dreams no matter how crazy they may seem. Yeah, exactly. I I love it. All right. Well, before we completely wrap up, I want to do my rapid fire questions for you. So I'll ask you six questions. Do your best to answer in one sentence or less. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Your favorite photo shoot ever. Mm, That's so hard. (laughs) I have a lot, but I will have to say my shoot with Mary Claire in Mississippi was probably one of my favorites. It was a lot of firsts for me and she was just an absolute wonderful person to work with. Oh, good. I love that. Your favorite coat color for a horse? Uh, gray. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't expect that, but I didn't. Spring or fall sessions? That's really hard, but I I lean fall. Okay. And is California this pretty much the same weather like year round? No, I'm, we get a lot of rain. Yeah. Well, depends, but, <laughs> um, and it can get kind of cold here, but yeah, I mean, where I am, it's pretty mild. Yeah. So it's not like drastic changes. No. English or Western shoot? Western. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. Answer going in. <laughs> and you crushed the Western shoots. Sunrise or sunset session? Sun Sunset. Yeah, me too. The mornings are not for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> buy the new lens or buy the new camera? Both. <laughs> Everybody says this. <laughs> I just bought two new cameras. Uh, I you mean, say I buy my... two new cameras and two new lenses. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Lauren, what is the best way for people to connect with people on Instagram? What's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's uh, Lauren and Peace. Perfect. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. It was so wonderful to get to chat with you today. Thank you, Cassidy. It was an honor to be here. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you everyone for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Hey, I'm Cassidy Brooke, a full-time equine photographer with a passion for helping other photographers create the life of their dreams. When I abruptly quit my corporate job without any idea of what I was going to do, I suddenly found myself picking up a $400 camera, downloading a free app on my iPad, and taking photos of any horse I could get in front of my camera. That little hobby sparked a six-figure business, which allows me to live life on my terms. Now, I'm here to help you grow your photography business so that you can make your wildest dreams your reality. This is the Equine Photography Podcast.